0: Welcome into today's Dropping Dimes. I'm your host, Matt Nost, and I'm joined by a fellow NBA diehard returning guest, uh, a man for all seasons, Mr. John Flanagan. How are you? <laughs> good, good. The new season. The new season is upon us, man. It's been, there's been some excellent games so far. I've enjoyed the season. Uh, you know, I've, I think at this point I've watched at least every team once. Uh, wow. Yeah, I, I tried
1: watching a couple teams.
0: I, I had to stop. There are some like Minnesota is not fun to watch. I think it was a
1: it was like Atlanta Knicks or something. There's some game I just like. It's the only one that was on at the time, and then I just uh, it was rough.
0: Yeah, Detroit's not that much fun to watch unless you want to see Jeremy Grant shoot as many times as he touches the ball. Uh, um, especially on, on NBA sad. TV.
1: Oh, sorry. Especially on NBA TV when it's like their home announcers. Like, there's some bad. Uh, callers in some of these small markets.
0: Still though, I would take it over listening to Marv Albert and Chris Weber now, but Marv especially, man, there are times where he doesn't know what he's watching. So it's just like I don't <laughs> like you're calling out a player that I don't believe is in the league anymore. <laughs> At least he has and, the voice. Yeah, he's got the voice, but it's like it's it's just it's disheartening because Marv has been the voice of the NBA for our lives. And now it's just like oh man, you should really hang it up. <laughs> it sucks but um so to start off the the most intriguing team the one that i probably watched more than any other and now that they've just added the newest edition which is uh the brooklyn nets and the blockbuster james harden trade just initial thoughts what are your thoughts on the trade in general
1: um i was originally thinking this trade is overrated like people are like uh oh, well one just because I watched them the night before, and Jared Allen was just – he was a pivotal role in that game that yeah. I just watched. And then the next day, he's off the team, and I was just literally thinking – I think I was texting you about another game, actually, but slipping back and forth, and I was just thinking, this guy is their – he's their, their staple. Like, they need him for, like, playoff time, and then they get rid of him the next day. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know. I was thinking it was overrated, but then after seeing – the result of like Harden, like and Durant, just, it was in, it was like a video game, you know, on yeah. rookie mode. Um, I still don't think they can win a championship like this with this team, uh, playing this way, but they're going to be the best team in the East and the most fun to watch.
0: I mean, it, they gave up a lot. Jared Allen. I mean, sacrificed a tremendous amount of depth, but Jared Allen is their best defense or was their best defensive player and they already didn't play that excellent. I mean, by the numbers, like, first few games of the season, they were in the top ten. It's just like, I don't know if I really buy that. But now you're going to have to have Durant play small ball five. And, uh, yeah, but like you said, watching the offense is so, so so excellent. Like, the first game, Harden was overpassing. Like, he had uh, nine turnovers. But I watched Mm. the game, and he was trying to force and get guys in in essence, saying like, oh, I'm not I'm not the crab dribble exactly. for seconds guy. See, that's another thing. I'm afraid
1: it's gonna fall off a little bit because it's all their egos right now, like to try to prove everybody wrong. No, look, we are we can be the best. And give it three weeks and they're gonna go back to their resort, back to their normal routines or whatever.
0: Yeah. Um, and, and will that and Kyrie comes back tonight. At least that was the announcement uh, yesterday. Yeah. And let's see what because There's no way he thinks he's third option, but he's third option. I mean, it's Durant's team, and Harden should have the ball in his hands if Durant doesn't. But Kyrie wants the ball in his hands just as much as Harden does. I think it's really it's going to be interesting. He should
1: just he should just become a spot up shooter is what he should do. That's if he wants to get he wants to get the the most accolades and just be he'd be the best player on the team. Well, not best player, but he would definitely have. He would get a lot of points. He would reserve his body. He would and he and he has the shot, the jump shot to do that. It's just be a spot up three point shooter because they're going to draw the Durant and the Harden. You already seen Harden drawing all the defense, and then Durant would do the same thing. He just sticks in that corner or sticks whatever and just catches and shoots a three. He would get an effortless twenty points every game. Effortless.
0: I mean, they're going to be. It's going to be like a video game with the offense, like that. That close out the, the end of the game against the Nets. Harden shoots the three, and you know the defense had to be like, oh, fuck, and misses, and they tip it out, and it goes right to Durant. And, I mean, now you're saying, oh, fuck, from the other side. And then if you add Kyrie into that, it's just like, dude, you got three and Joe Harris. Like, they can all shoot, pretty much lights out from three-point range. Um, I mean, more some more so than others. Uh, Harden's a 35 36%, but that's still good. It's not elite, but it's like I just – I'm curious about the defense long-term, but their offense, so long as they're willing to share the ball, man, it's going to be its going to be a thing of beauty to watch. Uh, I mean, I'm looking forward to tonight's game just to see how they mix in Kyrie, but they will be... Right now, they're the, my most watched team. I think I've watched like five or six of their games so far.
1: They're, it's insane. It's crazy. I mean... and But it's so weird because if you look back at the old OKC, okay, obviously they're all super young, but that team was... Look at that roster. It's insane. It it's would be de- it would destroy this team if they were as talented and, you know, smart back then, but it's crazy how that team almost worked, almost. You know, they went to like a conference finals, right? Yeah.
0: Uh, they went to the finals, finals against the really? Heat, lost. Oh yeah. But they were all 20, 21 and 22. I mean, it was the three, you know, your big 3, Durant, Harden, Westbrook and then Ibaka. Just kind of rounding into early version of a and you're like, "That's four young studs," uh, and now we've got. Well, Jeff Green is now playing with those two again on the Nets, so they're kind of getting the band back together a little bit. A lot of people are saying trade, you know, Westbrook for Kyrie, but the Nets wouldn't do that in a million yeah. years.
1: I don't um, know if that would work.
0: I, I yeah, I don't know either. Plus, do you want Westbrook at his price tag given Kyrie's a better shooter? Uh, I think I would take Kyrie. I mean, they have the
1: three-point shooting for sure. It's just if you look at recent history, meaning last season um, or in the season before, I guess, but uh, it came down to big guys. I mean, Clippers couldn't get past Denver because of their big guy. And then Heat can't get past Lakers because of their big guy. And then they just got rid of their only somewhat big guy.
0: Yeah, you just hope that like, okay, so in the East, it's Embiid. And then after that...
1: Who's you know, been balling? Who's, who's ch- gotten better?
0: Yes. Technically, Bleacher Report has them number one in their MVP standings. Uh, let's see how many games of the 72 he plays and where the Sixers end up by the end of this. But, uh, you know, I'll be intrigued because apparently uh, Simmons got told that he was be on the lookout for... A trade. <laughs> a trade yeah the management told him that so is that going to sow discord yeah within the team itself uh, he
1: had an airball three-point he's trying to shoot three
0: <laughs> i saw that it was almost as bad as uh Giannis's against i think that was the nets where he missed left of the rim by like a foot it was just i don't understand so
1: how this guy he's so good at basketball and he just can't shoot threes and just afraid of it it's insane <laughs>
0: Oh, I mean, he's, you know, he could out athletic everybody. He just, it was unstoppable force. It's like asking Shaq on some level for Giannis. Like he's basically a slim version of Shaq who can run the floor. I'm talking about Simmons, Ben Simmons. I know that Giannis was Giannis will hit
1: a couple from the top.
0: Yeah. Well, in Simmons, you've been playing on the, you know, the wing your entire life. You've been a guard. How have you not developed any kind of outside shot is kind of baffling. Uh, but I mean, the Nets, now they're going to get somebody who's going to, you know, at the trade deadline or in the buyout market, they'll get somebody.
1: Who? I mean, they need someone big that plays they defense do. and garbage minutes and rebounds and stuff like that, that could just rebound and pass the ball out.
0: I would have to assume if the Cavs have dropped out, they've got 17 bigs, somebody is going to be off of that team come. Uh, the buyout market just has to, it doesn't make sense that they're going to carry that much weight on their salary cap for, you know, Andre Drummond, Kevin love. Now they've got Jared Allen and it's just, they're way too deep at one position. I mean, so much so that when Nurkic went down, CJ McCollum, somebody was like, Hey, what should uh, the Cavs do with all these bigs? And McCollum was like, give us one. (laughs) 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 <laughs> it's true, though. They need the extra, you know, with Nurkic being out, Zach Collins, I think, is out for a little while. Uh, they've got injury problems. We can get to them later. But, yeah, I think they'll make it up there. Their, their defense is the only question to me. Their offense should be
1: so much fun to watch. Unbelievable. It'll be un- It's crazy.
0: Yeah. But you don't think, as they're currently constituted, they can take down the Lakers or anybody else from the West?
1: No. I mean, especially not in playoffs because that's just – you know, it comes down to defense. Like I, I've always said, it. if you know me, you know I've always said this. Playoffs comes to defense. Championships won by defense. Yeah, it's uh, true. And I mean, even look at Golden State's years. They've always obviously it wasn't big man centric, but they always had a JaVale McGee, a Andrew Boga, a somebody, somebody in there. You know, uh, Cavs. Uh, I barely count Tristan Thompson as a big guy, but uh, he played you know, well I, for them. Yeah aside from jordan you got to have something in the middle to do something even he had rodman you know half the time
0: well yeah and then you had the bill winningtons and uh, will produce and yeah. He, yeah to take fouls yeah and just try and slow down whatever the other team was throwing at him and jared and allen was a good future prospect he
1: was good he was playing well
0: yeah he was no i've that one, to me, hurt the most because it's like, okay, Karis Lavert was coming off the bench and running with the second unit, but at the same time, getting hardened, that's fine. You're going to stagger the minutes of those three anyway, so one of those guys is going to be with second units at all times. It doesn't really matter. and Prince gives you nice, nice depth, especially at the four, but Jared Allen is like, you got nothing. You're now asking DeAndre Jordan to play 30-some-odd minutes a game, which is like, I don't trust De- DeAndre needs to play 23. DJ
1: is the man. DJ is Mr. Defense, Mr. Rebound, okay? Mr. Block, shot. <sighs> except he can't guard a pick and roll, extended pick and roll, and which is what's happened to him.
0: Yeah, I mean, on offense, it's fine, man. We don't need you to do anything except get rebounds. But on defense, it's like, we need you to at least slow these people down. I, I would assume they just switch over and have Duranty at the five, and they go small ball and be like, force anybody, okay, you you have to deal with Durant, Harden, Kyrie, Joe Harris. Pick your poison. They all shoot well. Good luck. Uh,
1: yeah, I mean, it's just, they just got to like, okay, hey, look, we'll trade threes for twos. We just got to make sure we're hitting that game, every yeah. game.
0: I mean, hopefully they don't go the way of the Rockets and just huge valleys missing three after three after three when it comes late in the playoffs, but it's i mean it's going to be tough for any team to match their offensive firepower i don't see anybody in the east being able to do it so perhaps somebody else's defense in the east will be no, able to step up and pull them down. I, kind
1: of, I think they're going to they are going to destroy some of these teams in the east like not maybe not so much the sixers but definitely like uh Milwaukee when they're sitting here thinking okay we're we're making progress. This is going to be our year, and then some. This trade happens now. No, you're going to be third banana now. I mean, you're going to not even that. You're going to get blown out like the I don't. When <laughs> if they play, go head to head against New Jersey. I think I don't. Well, it was it. a
0: it was a one bucket,
1: two point game the other night. Yeah, but that's not going to happen. I mean, wait till they get rolling. Once again, I also don't. I also don't have a. I mean, it's like a fifty fifty shot if Kyrie's going to end up being on the team by the end of the year and or even playing in the nba who you never you don't know what's going on go on with that guy uh yeah
0: i don't know i mean as much as i think Stephen a is a blowhard uh i was agreeing with him last week i'd be like man this is fine if you want to go off and protest and do other stuff just retire yeah don't collect your 30 some odd million dollars and he got fined it's like 950 for the games that he missed um I honestly don't know if he
1: even, I mean, obviously he can help if he does what he, his role, but I think he can hurt just as much. I think, I think, I don't know if there's anything I think they can be the second seed without Kyrie ever playing a game with them, to be honest. Second or third seed, it's in the East.
0: Yeah, I agree. Uh, They could hypothetically make the first seed without Kyrie. They could. I mean... Right now, they're, Harden and Durant is just like, all right, hey, you're gonna score forty tonight, and I'll score thirty. And then they flip flop, and the next night it's like, all right, you're gonna score forty, and I'm gonna score thirty. It's like, I, what do you, what do you do with that, dude? You got two, two dudes that can easily drop thirty five a night. Yeah, that's disgusting.
1: It is, but I also, I mean, like, I just, I wish that they, because they're how much talent all three of them have. I wish that they just played ball, like Golden State style, like played I know. good, basketball, Like, because imagine Kyrie Holt handling the ball or or James Harden and then the other three just making cuts and just passing. And it's like, it would be yeah, unbelievable, unbelievable.
0: Yeah, I agree. If, if they could go to some sort of motion offense where they're just constantly running around.
1: It'd be Golden State on steroids because they're twice as athletic as anybody on the Golden State team would.
0: Yeah, I mean, Golden State has the advantage of, Clay
1: and and Steph are better shooters. I mean, yeah, I mean when when like say Durant was on the team, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Goals back then. But on steroids, it's crazy.
0: But then you've got you know you have three guys that are more than happy to shoot the ball in the clutch, which is rare. They all have confidence and think that's going to go in, and uh, you believe it. At least there's a guy watching. It's just like yeah, I I'm fine with all three of those. I prefer it to be Durant as my number one option, and then Harden. But at the same time. Kyrie's hit massive clutch shots in the past, so it's, I mean, it's sick. Yeah, I, if they can move to some sort of cutting, let's do screens, drag screens, pick and pop, like try and take advantage of the fact that nobody can match up with all three of our guys at the same time. And if they even try to, we still got Joe Harris over there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's like, that is, that is sick. I really hope they take advantage of that. <sighs> I, we'll see. We'll see. They do have depth issues. But, I mean, yeah. I hope
1: they, I hope just for entertainment value, just for as a as a fan, as a consumer, I hope that they make it to the finals, just to make. I mean, like as much as as good as the Heat actually were fun to watch, uh, which was I was surprised about when like when they made us it, it like oh the Heat, uh, but the finals I did enjoy watching last year. But uh, if it's a New Jersey versus or Brooklyn sorry versus whoever, it's just gonna be that much better. It's gonna be so good.
0: Yeah, I still say New Jersey like twenty five percent of the time. <laughs> Even though they've been Brooklyn for a while, it's still yeah. If they would change from the Nets, I think my brain would have better I'm Yeah. not saying New Jersey a quarter of the time. But anyway. Uh yeah, as a quick aside, somebody over in the chat asks, Celtics or Philly tonight? Who you like? Uh Philly. They've been they're on a roll, I think. Yeah, I think so too. They're just playing a little bit better basketball. Although once again, the Simmons almost getting traded. Is that going to have some sort of effect in the short term? Like he, like he went and
1: balled out once that. It's like he was like trying to prove, hey, don't get rid of me the day that the rumor happened or the next day.
0: Uh, yeah, but I agree. I, I Slight edge to Philly. But anyway, moving on. So we'll go over to the West now. You have basically three teams at the top now that Utah has joined the discussion. But everybody's choices are Lakers and Clippers Lakers are in first by what a half game. They've got 11 wins to the Clippers 10 and Utah's 10 right now. Can any of these teams unseat the Lakers in your opinion, if playoffs started today, do you have any team favored over the Lakers? I want to say
1: Clippers and I would hope the Clippers and just, especially because how Paul George has been playing, uh, which is what we expected and needed him to do last season and last playoffs. Um, but yeah. if you look really at the, on playoffs, exactly. But if, if you look on paper and the stats, the Lakers just are just one. Like okay, so uh, Lakers are they're averaging one hundred sixteen point five points a game. Clippers one hundred fifteen. Yeah. You know that's that one point better. Uh, field goal percentage, uh, Lakers are what did I write it down? Um, I think forty nine percent. Clippers are like forty eight point seven, and so. The Lakers are just that tiny bit better, which they seem to be when you watch them play. Also, um, LeBron, I think, I think Clippers could get them though because if they if they're playing how they're playing now and they don't fall off like they did last season, yeah, uh, I think Clippers could have the best chance. Uh, just because, and people hate when I say this, but LeBron is old. LeBron is old. He's slow. He doesn't jump like he used to. And he, but he still, he has the will and the drive, and he still tries to put everything on his back. When I don't think he can necessarily handle it, if he doesn't, you know, it's up to the other players.
0: Okay, look, I think, I think LeBron's just gotten to a different stage in his career. Like uh, uh, a week ago, they played Memphis, right? And Memphis gave him a game, and this was without Jaron Jackson. This was without John Morant, and all these unsung heroes are giving them a game. And then uh, it really seemed, though, by the end of it, that the Lakers were coasting, especially LeBron, until it was like, all right, we need to win this game. And then he just turned it on. And I think that's what LeBron, like, he's actually taken his minutes down a little bit, which I still think he needs to take his minutes down even a little bit more. Uh, But I think he's just gotten to that point of with this team. okay, we've won a championship. The regular season doesn't matter as much right let get to the playoffs and the playoffs are all that matters
1: yeah i mean they, they turn it up a notch they shift a different gear in the playoffs for sure especially lebron but i mean what was the team what was the game i just watched the other night that he they lost where he shot the last shot and it wasn't yet yeah, oh, back.
0: oh yeah, yeah. A
1: uh, Rimmed
0: out was at uh, golden state
1: yes yeah golden state came out i mean like they i mean they blew a lead and they lost the goal but like yeah, even that LeBron lead. Yeah. And LeBron had a, had a chance to win that game when he shot. It was, you know, he's just, he's clunky now, you know, which
0: uh, I'll, I'll believe it in the playoffs when I see it, I, I don't want to count him out. And I'm not some LeBron Stan, uh, although I do respect the guy immensely, but at the same time, he's like, I, I want to believe that father time is going to catch up with him for Christ's sakes, because he's, you know, we're not that far apart in age and he's crushing 22 yeah. year olds. But at the same time, he seems like such a uh, fucking anomaly within humanity but it's it's hard for me to bet against him. Still,
1: I mean, like uh, Caldera Pulp has been killing it for them. Um, Ad's been killing it on both ends of the court. Like I think it's it's on it's not on it's not on LeBron anymore, and that's what I'm saying. And so it seems more feasible to dethrone that team when you know there is no king, necessarily, when it's more on the rest of the team. Throwing some fucking shade, man. Throwing <laughs> some shade. The bulletin board material. I mean, I called it two years ago when uh, Tatum blocked him and then dunked on him. I was like, times is changing. And that was two years ago. It's already been two more years. Uh,
0: yeah, but at the same time, he still has won a championship in the interim. And yeah. uh, my, my biggest fear for the Clippers is your defense is not good right now. You're giving up too many fucking points. Ibaka's been doing all right, better than, uh, yeah, but I, Kawhi does not look like, a, a a the elite perimeter defender in the league anymore. It just doesn't, it seems like he's devoting his time to scoring and on defense. He's just not trying near as hard. Yeah. Uh, and if you don't have him out there, cause that was the selling point of him and Paul George, nobody's going to be able to score from the wing. And then, hey, just get some interior defense and it's going to be impossible to score on these guys. And right now, I think you're like mid to late teens as far as defensive rating within the league. Your offense is top three, top two. Yeah. Uh, but your defense is just, I don't know. It is suffering to a degree that I didn't think a Kawhi Leonard team would do. Although, who knows what? He could be coasting just as well, just like LeBron. Of
1: Yeah, it's weird because like I, I... I look at them and the Lakers and how they're they're so well matched and uh, and like uh, but except for like there's little intangibles like say a Caruso versus Kennard, you know like I, they're very similar they both they averaging about the same three point percentage and things like that I love Kennard on the Clippers but I really love Caruso period and yeah, his hustle and his defense is He's that little bit different? the Lakers are just that little bit better in every single category every single stat it's crazy.
0: Yeah. Uh, Caruso looks like the guy that you want to play five on five with, like if we were playing pickup, just because it's like, OK, we don't need me to score this game. We need me to play defense. I'll play defense. Mm. You know, We don't I, I don't need to do this. This team lacks this. I will do my best to do fill in the gap there. And you're like, that's that's awesome. He,
1: just, he brings energy to the entire team just by him, you know, still in a intercepting a pass or diving on the floor. Exactly. And just.
0: You know, I do I can't wait though for if you guys do meet in the playoffs and just the uh, oh Trez is out there and the offense is just gonna run it. Yeah, we handled him last time. Not, not, exactly. It just oh yeah, Trez, you wanna pout on your way out? Suck a dick, man. And they just drive it down his throat every fucking possession.
1: Such a great game last <coughs> game. And
0: he we handled him.
1: I remember uh Ibaka, I think, blocked them and then I someone else dunked it was great. And then uh after the, after the game, they asked Paul George about something. He's like, what do you say? Oh, man, he it was a diss, but without, like, saying his name or anything. They sure. they, asked, they asked him about, like, somebody. He's like, oh, well, we just don't have that in the locker room anymore something like that. We just don't have those people in the locker room or something. I don't know. It's crazy.
0: It was great. Uh, yeah, I just – that is going to be fun, that little subplot of, <clears throat> oh, yeah, oh, Trez, Trez is going to play? Guess what, buddy? Pick and roll. Here it comes. Good
1: luck. And you're like, I mean, oh. he's been playing better for them than he played for us also.
0: But it's, you know, we'll see how that plays out full long term. He's still a defensive liability just because he's undersized going up against. Once again, if he's out there against Nikola Jokic or any other dominant big, it's like, can you at least slow him down, please? And if they can't, it's like, all right, well, then we got to keep AD out there for longer stretches. And I don't know that you want to do or pardon me, Gasol Uh, and Gasol's older. But I, I don't know. He gives the offense a different complexity. Uh, Gasol does just better passing. Defensively, like athletically, he's never going to compete. Let's say you're your Dwight Howard's uh, of the world, but at the same time, he knows positioning. He knows where to be. He knows guys' tendencies. Uh, I just think he brings a higher IQ and helps them overall. I love the addition of him yeah. and Schroeder. I think that was Schroeder. I thought was great. Uh and he's good for them. Oh it's so
1: weird. I mean it's so crazy now. It's almost like you have to have a small guard and able to just to be able to guard the other small guards nowadays. Like it's like the new like Steph Curry changed that whole the whole dynamic of NBA. But then you still need the big guy, is what we proved last playoffs
0: as well. Well, yeah, you can't the old axiom of the NBA, you can't teach height. Just like if a dude is huge, like Rudy Gobert would not have gotten his $200 million contract if he wasn't obscenely tall because what other fucking skill does he really have? I mean, I'm not denigrating the guy. He's an amazing defender. Uh, but at the same time, he's like, dude, if you were a four inches shorter, you would not be in this league. So no. height can make a hell of a difference. I mean, my question with Utah, so they're in the discussion right now with you know the two LA teams is, all right, come playoff time. Is Bogdanovich going to be a real second fiddle to Mitchell? Because when they devolve into the Mitchell, we need you to do everything, that team stagnates. And is Mike Conley finally rounding back into being formerly what Mike Conley was to some degree? And can Bogdanovich stay healthy? They have a lot of question marks, but at 10 and 4 right now, they look pretty legit. And if you go by the numbers, their offensive and defensive ratings put them in the top 10 uh, for both you know uh, uh, categories. I don't so, see
1: them... I'd see them going, doing exactly what they did last last playoffs last season. Honestly, I think Dallas is going to be better in the playoffs, uh, and I think Denver still is going to be just as good.
0: It's weird though, man, because I like Denver. Before the season started, I picked Denver to win the West just because I was like, ah, they're younger, they have more to prove. I thought they were going to do it last year too, uh, but then pandemic and everything kind of went haywire, and they've been weird up and down Um, Jamal Murray though, after that renaissance in the playoffs, he's reverted back to, uh, is Jamal Murray that good? It's like, I didn't think that was going to happen to this degree. I mean, he's had games where he's put up like four points, five points. Like, dude, you're supposed to be an all-star. So yeah. And then Jokic started the season off really weird, but they're getting back to full health right now. So let's see what they actually really are with the full complement of players. Uh, But yeah, I don't, it's it's the Lakers to lose in my eyes at this point.
1: Yeah. Uh I mean, uh, it's going to be so good, but honestly, Dallas who to? Uh, who god dang it. Oh, I wish I wrote remember the person. Dallas, who do they get? They have a, a big guy who is Oh my god.
0: I mean, they just I got Yeah, they just got uh, you know Porzingis
1: back. No, no, no. This is like a new. I think new to the team, not Porzingis, because I was thinking like, hey, he's, he's kind of like playing, like for Porzingis basically. Or when they both come back, they'll have like more depth because he was, um,
0: doing well. A big that they picked up. I mean, Maxi Kleba's back, I believe. I hope I didn't just screw that up. Uh, I'm Boban, but Boban's been with
1: them. No, yeah, not Boban. I was, I was just watching the game there, and I was like, hey, this guy is. This is a good little roster person for them. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, I like that they got uh what's his name, formerly of the Heat and the Sixers, and I'm blanking on his name, two guard, but I think he fits better with what they do. I mean, Lucas started he started the season kind of cold, uh mm-hmm. especially from 3. I think he's shooting like 27, 28% from 3, which is not good. It's not like he's elite, but at the same time, he's 4-5 he or five. Needs- yeah, four, five, six—you know—percentage points lower than what he's averaged his first two seasons. So if he's going to be shooting at twenty-seven, twenty-eights, so it's just like then we don't need you shooting threes, and that really cuts down a lot of your effectiveness, which is stretching the floor. Uh, you find that roster? Who are you talking about? Yeah, hold on. I mean, I could pull this it
1: picture up. Picture the play—the play I was looking. at, I remember, like he. He got a baseline pass and he's dunked and it's like, oh, that's exactly what they need him to do.
0: Uh, All right, I'm pulling up the maths right, right now. Who gets to it first? That's the real question. It's a race. Uh, I mean, Tyler Bay, Jalen Brunson, Trey Burke, Willie Colley Stein? Willie Colley Stein, yes. Okay. They've had that's, him, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, yeah. yeah.
1: But he's play yeah, but he's been playing a little bit more because of, you know, Perzingas has been out and whatnot. And yeah, and I was like, that's just a great, like, just good depth. Like, he's great off the bench. He's like, a, he's, you know, easy offense and it's great. And he's a little big guy that I think would
0: help in the playoffs a little bit. He's going to have a longer career than I thought when Sacramento took him. It's like, I don't, this guy seems so one dimensional. Yeah. But if you can be elite at that one dimension, you can stay in the, the league for a long time.
1: Yeah, I don't. Yeah, he was playing while Perzingas was out. And I was like, well, when Perzingas comes back, this guy's just extra. He's just extra, you know, extra 10 points or extra 10 rebounds if they needed, you know, on any given night.
0: But I don't see them. I don't see Dallas really making waves in the playoffs as of right now. And, you know, Denver, Portland's got injuries galore. Um,
1: you know, but those guys will finish. come back by playoffs, though. For Portland, I think Portland can hang on until then. You know they're not going to like lose their spot in the playoffs. I don't think. Uh, matter of fact, I think Dame and Willis going to just end up averaging thirty eight points a game right now because of what's that like, going on?
0: He needs to. He really needs to, man. Because losing Nurkic and then McCollum, it's like, oh, great. McCollum. I mean, it's he was McCollum was averaging twenty six points a game.
1: Like you can't. That's then the, with the bench the, with the people they have. That's three players to make up for that, basically.
0: Yeah, they'll need their their really thin depth. I mean, Covington has been not good for them, but well, they all needs, been
1: shooting like crap. If they all yeah. shoot better,
0: yeah, they Covington and Gary Trent Jr. Carmelo like they just good. need all those other guys to start to make up. If they can get six, seven extra points apiece from those three guys, it's like, okay, we can weather the storm a little bit. But they're already just dog shit on defense. And uh, I don't, maybe putting in these, you know, lower down the bench guys, they'll be able to to be spark plugs on defense as opposed to offense. And Dame, it frees up Dame to score even more, I don't know. I mean he's going to be smothered,
1: but yeah, he was he was three for ten from three pointers last night or the last game. So it's like you got to, good. If he, if, you know, he shot better, but they all are bad. Covington was one of five, Ronnie Hood was like even worse. And so it's like if that that's not gonna be every game, you know, and I think Dame is gonna he's gonna have some breakout games for sure, uh, if he just his shots are going in. Uh, and I think they all, I think Covington running ahead. They all can, they all will play better.
0: We'll, we'll see. I mean, they still, so Portland needs to hold on when golden state and Memphis are just a half game back. Denver's one game back. Dallas is a game and a half. And then you still have lurking below that new Orleans. Will they round into shape? Quite possibly. I mean, Zion's been playing really efficiently the past couple games. Uh, but they need to hold off the surge from Denver and Dallas. And, you know, we'll see if San Antonio is going to maintain this pace. They're currently sitting at fifth in the West. Uh, But it's, it's asking a lot of Portland when you're that thin. to Tread water while, cause CJ is going to be gone for four weeks. You know, they'll reevaluate as they go along, but he's got a hairline fracture in his foot. So the only thing for that is rest. And then Nurkic has a broken wrist and he's out. I think it's minimum eight weeks. Yeah. So two of their three best offensive players are now sitting for a month to two months. It's going to be, it's going to be brutal for them. I mean, they got people that
1: can score, though. It's just like if they spread it out, it could be a, you know, it's just they haven't been like Gary Trent Jr. Last game, one of nine. It's that's not what he does. You know, he's he's he scores. Uh, well, yeah. If the bubble is who
0: he is, he can score. Yeah. Um, but he also declined his extension, betting on himself to go into free agency this year. So he is motivated to make better than one of nine. I think you definitely get a big rebound from him, knowing that he needs to be the offensive punch, or at least part of it. But man, I'm worried about them. I'd like to see that I'd like them in the playoffs. And if this goes badly over the next four weeks, especially with McCollum out, it's like this is gonna be a tough mountain to climb back from.
1: Yeah, poor Damon Lillard. He's always he's never had an easy go, not one year. Season.
0: Yeah. Never, never. It's always yeah. been an uphill like, battle. Oh, he's good.
1: This is gonna be his year, and then it's just not good. Yeah.
0: Something works out against him and it's just it is unfortunate. But his contract up. How come he doesn't try to leave? Uh, it's a good... I, mean, I think it's... You know, he is now the face of that team and they love him. He loves being there type of thing. I don't know. I don't know. I
1: mean, Clyde Drexler went
0: to Houston to try to get a ring. Come on. Yeah, eventually when he was old and no longer Clyde Drexler, really. So, it's possible at that point. Just like Carl Malone went to the Lakers and Gary Payton went to the Lakers. Like You could do it, but... I think Dave's gonna be there for a while. Yeah. So CJ McCollum is more likely to get shipped out. If he it was, goes bad this year, it'll be another offseason of they need to split this up. He was playing
1: really good. That's messed up and then for your hurt.
0: If only they could stop anything on defense, they would be a legit, you know, thorn in a bunch of team sides. But their game plan is gonna be what the Nets is, and they don't have the firepower of the Nets. The Nets No defense is not gonna be their strong suit, but they'll be able to score 150 points a night. Uh which will be intriguing come playoff time. Just like you said, defense wins championships, does. Uh so offense gets the girls. Yeah. Chicks dig the long ball, man. It's <laughs> <laughs> so It'll be tough, though. I mean, that one's that one's going to be interesting to see if the you know the old adage of defense winning championships holds true for the Nets because they got a shot. They definitely got a shot. Um, well, let's segue over to. I think the surprising one of the more surprising things for me this year has been the number of rookies that I think are legitimate. And uh, when I texted you and saying, "Hey, is there anything you want to talk about?" After I floated you, like "Ah, I'd like to hit on these topics and you're like, what do let's talk Lamelo. So yeah. I'll open the floor to you. Go ahead. Get us started on what have you liked? Disliked? What, what about a mellow, uh, Lamello? California intriguing?
1: prospect? Sure. Like every good athlete comes out of Southern California, like myself included. Uh, mm-hmm. he, uh, Chino Hills. Uh, I lived in Chino for quite a while, played basketball there at the parks, Diane Tarasi style. Uh, okay. Um, he's one. It was crazy because everyone was talking about how bad this draft class was, or how not bad, but just like and eh, the really isn't no one great. Even the fact that Lamelo is going like one of the top prospects, going number two or whatever. It's like oh, how how good is this draft class? And then not only Melo, but Wiseman killing it too. James Weissman, he's a good. He's gonna be great. He's been playing yeah. really great with. The, I think he's a great fit for Golden State. Um, and they're talking about oh, they should trade their pick, uh, but LaMelo's – did you see the pass from the where he went base? It was insane. Baseline cutter. It was great. I mean, not just that the one hand, he's been, he's Jason Kidd, but well, probably well, more, way more athletic, way taller. He's getting, he, this is the last three games. He is 11 points four assists, five. No, I'm sorry. This is a triple double he had, the youngest to ever have a triple double, yeah. uh, 22, 11, and 12. Um, The two next games, 14, 11, and 6, 11, 4 and 5. Like, it's he's he's a he is what I like about basketball. He is, I do it all, I make my team better, and that whole team is playing better just because of his the way he plays basketball. I think you want to make a cut, you want to hustle because you know that that guy's going to get you the ball, you're going to be rewarded for it. And that's versus, like, say, we've been talking about you know, the Harden and Kyrie and stuff. And I love it, he's. He's young. He's good looking. The, he's on the Hornets, which was my one of my favorite teams back in the days with Alonzo Mourning and Larry Johnson.
0: Oh yeah, a- yeah, I've tried to get some Grandma Moss shirts over the past like five years. They're tough to come by. Uh, That's what, speaking, of, I had to make my own. Okay,
1: so I wanted I had the Dream Team shirt when I was a kid, right? Yeah. And I wanted to try to find that same shirt now, like someone recreated or something, and um, there wasn't any. I got one. And the graphic was gone. It was like they just took a screenshot and used that as the graphic for the shirt. Yeah. I got my money back. It was so bad. And so then I had my friends say, hey, you know what? I was just gonna I'm just gonna recreate my own. And then as I was about to do it, I realized, wait, if I'm making my own, I can make my own dream team whatever I want. So I made a comedy dream team shirt. But yeah. this is based off the ninety two Olympic Dream Team shirt. There you go. It's a thing yeah. of beauty. So you just gotta make your own Larry Johnson grandmama shirt.
0: Uh yeah. True, and trust me, I can send you links of good replicas of that Dream Team shirt sure, if you want.
1: They look better. Trust me, they look better online than when you get it. It's not
0: okay. And there's a couple. There's one company that I know makes good ones. Really? So I can send you. Yeah, yeah. They may. I've I've seen them in person. I won't buy it because it's just like I, the the originals are out there, and if you just look hard enough, you can find it for a but good.
1: But the originals always they are like are so torn up or boxy and shrunken. yeah.
0: Trust me. I've been looking for years for one that is my size by my measurements and is not obscenely priced. Uh, oh, it's yeah, tough. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. It's
1: like 130 bucks or something like that for like a little one or 300 bucks. It's crazy. Yeah. It's
0: nuts. There's all kinds of them. It's just like, Oh, I'd love that shirt. You want how much? Get the fuck out of here.
1: I want the old, I had the same shirt. I want the Mike. The, remember when they used to make uh, t-shirts that was based like a basketball card. It's so, like the front was like Michael Jordan. Oh yeah, I had that one. Yeah. I want that one again. I had that in black. I
0: loved it. Uh, yeah, I had that one in white. Um, I think that was a nutmeg, if memory serves. Uh, yeah, at one point in my life, I just owned uh, 20 Michael Jordan t shirts, and those t shirts I wore. It's like four yeah. years of my all life. All
1: that stuff is worth it's like collector level now, worth so much. And we just wore them outside
0: and played with them. Oh, I, <laughs> That's what I sold them all at a garage sale when I was in high school. I like, I don't these anymore. Oh, you're holding the mic cord again, you're cutting it out. <laughs> Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. Back to LaMelo. He's great. He is I will say this, I was not expecting anything. He has been much better than I expected. Uh I the only my biggest fault with him is the there's only 2 sh- two seconds off of the shot clock and you shoot a 42 foot 3 just because cuz he's
1: getting away with that for the last 4 years and yeah. Ooh, and then where you know he didn't even go to college so he has no discipline
0: yeah and he's been playing against taller kids his whole life so it's an area where people aren't going to defend him so he can get a shot up and that's the only time where i'm like i i don't know but come not, on man you know, I hate his it's like he jumps like <laughs> he just jumps so with his legs will go
1: backwards behind him it's so dumb looking uh, uh yeah
0: He's got. I mean, he's got to work on his mechanics, but at the same time, his brother's mechanics have gotten better since he's been in the NBA. Yeah, so You would imagine LaMelo's mechanics will get a little bit better.
1: I never thought he would be better than his brother. I, I was a fan of of uh, Alonzo. I saw him play in, in college one game, and I was like, wow, this kid's good. He's he's smart. I loved it. And, uh-huh. um, and I never thought LaMelo would come out and be better than him, which I'm not saying he is now, but I think he has the potential to be way better because he's basically just as smart, just as good of a passer, but... Bigger, maybe more athletic. I don't know.
0: Well, Lonzo's got him beat on defense. Mm-hmm. LaMelo doesn't play any defense. In the, the New Zealand league, he was dead last in pick and roll. Jesus. Yeah. I mean, it's the sample size was what, like 13 games or something, but still dead last in pick and roll. So, and the NBA, that's why I was like, how is this guy top three? Like that, no defense. So basically, he's tall and can pass, and we're going to take him top three. But Shooting 33, 34% from three right now and 40-ish overall. Not bad. Not bad. But at the same time, has pushed, helped push the the Hornets and relevancy. I was expecting him to be terrible. Just like, you know what? He's outside of Hayward, he's probably the second best player, most, con, you know, consistent on this team. I like him better than Rozier. Devontae Graham's been a little bit up and down from what I've seen. Uh Solid. I mean, but this rookie class overall, Halliburton looks good. I like Wiseman. Uh, Avdija on Washington, I like him. Patrick Williams on the Bulls, I like him. Like, there's a surprising number of rookies where I'm like, this dude's legit. He'll be in the league for a while. It's Uh,
1: crazy how – I was just actually thinking this the other day, too. I was watching – I don't know what I was watching, and I was like, the games. And there's like – it seems like everyone is either 19 years old or almost 40. And yeah. like, there's not, and yeah. also seems like everyone's an all star. Like, I remember, like, there used to be so many role players. Like, you like, no, every team had one all star, two if you're lucky, and that's it. And then they're just, just journeymen. And now it seems like there's a starting five or all star, or they could be. Like, everyone's so talented offensively, mostly, but it's crazy to me. And and
0: young. Yeah. I, I well, I think it's a, a function of once you get to a certain point. You can take up 33 percent of the cap so it's cheaper to keep these young kids as opposed to paying a bunch of vets the minimum or just in so why eat up your salary cap with those guys when you can invest in youth and go out and get proven talent that's why it's the disparity in age but it's like watching football and it's like the okay you have a quarterback who's 43 surrounded by a 22 year old receivers and running backs It's just like okay well you know you make choices you need it so it's like the Lakers, they've got – although they're a little bit more varied than a bunch of other teams. But, the yeah. More, yeah. But, like, it
1: seems like they picked all – they took from all the other teams all their, like, okay, these, like, 30-year-old, like, not very – not all-star players, like these role players, and made a good solid team out of it. But every team is, like – there's, like – keep I've never even heard of, and, like, they can go off for 30 if they got the opportunity too.
0: Well, and some of these young guys are proven, like Maxie on Philly. He's, he's proven – That he could score, score with the best of them. Um, And that's, I mean, that's got to be so good for them because they just need the extra offensive punch. Mm -hmm. And it helps take the pressure off of Simmons. We don't need you to score if we got another guy over here that can do it from the wing. And then uh, it helps alleviate the pressure on Tobias Harris. Like There have been a number of rookies. I thought this was going to be one of the worst classes a la the Oladipo draft when Bennett was taken first overall. It's like, okay, and there's like Nerland's Noel, and there's only a couple guys in that draft that were worth a shit. Um, Whereas this one's like, I don't know, man. Uh, You know, Edwards on uh, uh, Minnesota, as much as they're terrible, he looks promising. Um, Precious Achua or Achua, however you say it, on Miami, he looks good. Like, there's a decent number of rooks that uh, I didn't think I'd be saying this 15 games into the season.
1: Yeah. And LaMelo is number one right now. LaMelo and then Weissman right behind him. Uh, Yeah. Clay Thomas. Clay
0: Thompson with them. I know. If Clay was out there, then right now, I think the Warriors would have a genuine shot at making the Western Conference Finals. I, I believe I don't know about making the finals. And I don't think maybe winning championship. But no. Fucking A. If you have. Clay and you've got Steph and Steph looks like he's fully back to being Steph again, which is great. Draymond looks good again. Wise man. It's just like, okay. And then Wiggins and Ubre, you're coming off and running with the second unit. It's like, dude, this team would be disgusting. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, and thank you to Josh over in the chat. It's Josh Richardson. Who's now on uh, Dallas. who has been playing well for them. I couldn't pull it earlier. I appreciate that. Uh, and is your brother in the chat?
1: Jay Flanny? I imagine that's him, but I don't know. I don't
0: know. <laughs> I was just, uh, you know, uh, interesting if it's not somebody just copping your style, man.
1: No, I'm sure it is. My brother, his name's Jason, so it makes sense.
0: Um, was there anything else about LaMelo, the Rooks?
1: Um, I just, I hope he doesn't, like, I feel like he needs to be with veteran players or a veteran that can keep him in line, you know? Okay. So I just hope that that uh, and I don't see Hayward being like the the father figure type of guy on the roster kind of thing, you know, so I just hope that he stays grounded and continues to get better and grow versus get caught up in your own hype and NBA and this and that, especially knowing, you know, where he comes from with his dad and who knows what.
0: Yeah, although, I mean, that being said, Hayward It's almost like he's on a revenge tour against the injuries and the narrative that's been with him for the past few years.
1: This last week or two. Oh, man. Especially with LaMelo passing. He's slashing and
0: dunking, like dunking on people. It's crazy. He's back to, there's the dude in Utah that Boston thought that they were getting. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, lights out, putting up numbers. We're like, there we go. That's what we like to see. I mean, averaging low 20s, uh, but at the same time doing it pretty efficiently and doesn't seem to be like forcing it. It's not like the, it's one of those empty calories where it's like, oh, okay, sure, but how many shots did you take? It's like Kobe's last game. It's like, yeah, you yeah. got to 60 whatever. It's like, yeah, but I, I'm pretty sure he took 70 shots. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a nice story, but if you watch the game, it's like it wasn't really that exciting to watch until the end. Uh, whereas Haywards was like, no, nah, no, it's not like he's forcing this. So they could be something, and some of that credit has to go to LaMelo, and I didn't think I'd be saying that this this early on. So, yeah, I'm, I'm glad you brought him up, because we haven't really talked about the Brooks, but let alone...
1: Jason Kidd, man, Jason Kidd, but who can slash and dunk and finish at the hoop.
0: Yeah, hopefully he ends up with the same kind of basketball IQ and longevity of career, Uh, because it would be a testament think- to... I mean,
1: Lonzo had... I remember watching Lonzo at UCLA, it was one game, and I was like, because I heard, because my mom was a teacher in Chino School District, I lived in Chino at the time, or and um, he went to Chino Hills High School right there, and so my mom had told me about this kid, like, there's a kid, really probably like a year before, and then I started looking into it and reading the newspaper, and then went to UCLA game, watched him when he was there, and I was like, this kid knows how to play basketball, like, just seeing him how to pass, where to be, where the knowing where the person and LaMelo has that same IQ. They're brothers. They played on the same teams, have the same coaches. Um, So, and this, he's a little bit bigger, a little bit longer. He's getting more rebounds. He's going to be great. And Jason Kidd never had a shot, you know, so he doesn't necessarily need a three point shot, but I think he will develop one just because you have to nowadays. And that's where the emphasis is. So yeah. he get a shot better and he'll be great.
0: Yeah. Who knows? how well jason kidd would have fared in today's game and i'm not saying he would have been you know bad but you need to be able to shoot from outside that is a prerequisite so the balls are kind of anomalies at the point guard position it's it's really rare when you hand the guy the keys to your offense that can't shoot from distance anymore so it's just so strange that They've been playing basketball this much and they developed the mechanics to shoot the ball like that. It doesn't make any sense to me when you've been guards your entire life, especially Lonzo's. His is even when he came in, it was gross. It's gotten yeah. better, but it's still weird. But just uh, how did you how did you shoot like this for so long? Honestly, though, I do
1: like it a little bit like I remember like when I was a kid as a baseball fan, like people who had a weird stance or swing or like Routine, you know, yeah, those stick out, and I like those. So, like their shots, I kind of like them, like, but because of because it stands out to me. I'm like, oh, I like that they have a little niche, their own little thing.
0: I, but there's great during his rookie season. There's a great video from Gilbert Arenas talking about how he would guard Lonzo and why his shot is such a problem. It's like 25 minutes long, and there's so many things. Where you're like, "Ha, I never thought about that. And he's like, watch this. Okay, pick and roll. He does this. This is how I defend it. And you're like, yeah, yeah. You probably get him 60, 70% 70 of the time. He's like, okay. And then they're on a shot, he chooses to do this. So all I got to do is this. And just like that, that little hitch and then swinging it around your hip, man, that just opens you up to easy defense over and over and over again. You're like, yeah, that's super interesting. Whereas he's, he's kind of thankfully, you know, through repetition and work with coaches, is facing a lot of that out. I just hope that LaMelo, LaMelo isn't as bad. He does tend to float and he doesn't square up when he shoots. But I would say getting rid of mostly those 37 footers for no fucking reason at the start of a shot clock, especially when you don't have rebounders down there. It's like, that's not good. But, at the same time, the guy is in the NBA, so what the hell do I know? (laughs) It's, It's easy to sit here Monday morning quarterback at, uh, when I wouldn't have the shot to be the ball boy, you know?
1: Well, I just hope they get like a big guy, like, you know, I like can catch lob, Like someone's a high flyer guy. He can pass lobs, dude. that would be fun.
0: Yeah. I mean, I agree. I agree. It was one of the things when, uh, the Pels got Zion and early on, it's just like Zion was boom. No problem. I can grab, you want to throw it 90 feet. I will grab it and dunk it from the air. And Londo was like, I can play with that guy. And yeah, they hooked that's up on a number of them.
1: That's why like like, uh, like I was telling you with NBA TV, how they block some of the games out and just pisses me off. But then, I'm like, that's fine. I go, I'll watch the Pelicans and then now the Hornets I've been looking at just because I, I want to watch those players. And, uh, you know, I won't be able to get the Laker game here and there or the Clipper game always, but uh, I'll watch those games instead. Yeah.
0: But there are other teams that are intriguing. There's only a handful that I will force myself to watch again as the season goes on, but I'm not looking forward to it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and in New Jersey now, which that's for hopefully they'll I would do they
1: do they schedule the televised games before the at the beginning of the season, like before like so now, New Jersey doesn't have as many nationally broadcast games when they should now, you know
0: that's a good question because you know, like with the NFL schedule, they can flex- uh-huh. I know they have done that in the past, but they try, they do announce, although that being you know, that being said, they've only technically scheduled the first half of the season because they want to build in a buffer because of Corona. Yeah. Um, so second half of the season, we could end up getting a boatload more Nets games, but there's already, there's already been quite a few national Nets games.
1: I want them on TNT, you know, on like a Tuesday or Thursday.
0: It'll happen. Don't you worry. It'll happen. Uh, especially with, you know, Chuck, not really loving this team. He doesn't dislike it, but he doesn't love it. Uh, so just to get them talking a little bit of shit. You know what?
1: I find myself rarely ever disagreeing with Charles Barkley on most things.
0: There are times, I mean, his, you know, TNT put out a tweet as soon as they traded for Harden and saying it was Charles just saying, oh, great. The offense is just dribble, 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 dribble. And they kept looping it over and over again over clips of Harden and Kyrie just over dribbling. It's like he's not wrong there, but let's see in three months time if that's what the offense genuinely is or will they you know, go to more of a motion and everybody's running and cutting. God, I, I hope mean, so.
1: Their coach used to dribble a lot when he was a player.
0: Yeah, but I think their coach could also recognize the fact that that could be a detriment to this team, yeah. whereas they didn't have as many guys with ball-handling ability on the uh, the Suns back in the day as the Nets do now. Uh, yeah, but they should be super interesting. All right, let's wrap it there. Uh, go ahead. Oh, I thought you had something to add right there. Right, uh, it, be
1: fun. I did, this season has been more has been surprisingly a lot more fun than I expected it to be, especially with COVID and the bubble and all that. It, the games have been great.
0: Yeah, the quick turnaround. It has been weird as to which teams have to sit and which teams don't. Uh, but I think they'll work out the kinks of that system long term overall. But uh, yeah, it's been. I've enjoyed living shit out of it, but at the same time, you're preaching to the choir. So <laughs> I was going to watch regardless, but I'm glad it's entertaining for me. Uh, All right, was well, there anything you want to plug before we get out of here?
1: No, go to realgoodcomedy.com shop if you want one of these comedy dream team shirts. They're great. American Apparel Made, Handmade in San Pedro, California,
0: USA. Okay. Good. Nice local American screen printing. That's right. You get better quality. Uh, I, I got a shop down in Orange County that I use for screen printing. They're, they're, it's great. Can't beat the quality as opposed to the straight uh, digital print. Uh, yeah. T-shirts that just don't look nearly as good, uh, and that was shirt. What was the address again?
1: Uh dot slash shop.
0: Okay, hit them up over there. Pick up yourself a comedy dream team shirt. Uh, let them know the drop and dime sent you. You know, maybe we'll get a kickback, like fifty cents on every. T-shirt. I'll make a. I'll make a
1: discount code. Drop and dimes get uh, free shipping.
0: Free shipping. There you go pick up a t-shirt you get free shipping just put in the the promo code drop dimes pick it up today uh and follow him at john flaney yes and uh it dude it's good to see you you too and i'm sure i'll be checking back with you at some point during the season yes Um, All right. Well, that is it for today's Driving Dimes. You can follow me anywhere at Matt Nost. Uh, Enjoy tonight's uh, NBA action. I'll check in with you guys next week at Wednesday. Same time at noon. Until then, have a good week. Stay safe out there. Six feet apart. Adios.